Welcome to the Families of Character show. I'm your host, Jordan Langdon, and as a wife, mom, and licensed clinical social worker, you get practical parenting stories, research-based parenting solutions, and most of all, support. Lean in and let yourself be inspired and reminded of the gifts you have as a parent. Let's jump right in. Welcome back, parents. Jordan Langdon here with you. Listen, today I am coming to you with a heartfelt message. You know, one of those where you just go, I'm going off script. This is natural. Something is stirring in me and I got to share it. Guys, I got a message like that for you today. I don't know if you've ever had this happen where, you know, two or three people who are totally unrelated will give you a message that really has the same theme. I never consider that a coincidence. I consider it an opportunity to look at that message and to figure out what it's trying to say to me in my life at this time. And so I want to do something that's that's just sort of different than our normal podcast episodes. I want to play for you a YouTube video by a gentleman that I happen to follow uh, on social media and just um, his books, Jocko Willink. Um, This video is called Good. That's it. Just the word good. And my sister actually sent this to me in the wee hours of this morning. And the timing was perfect. Isn't that awesome how someone will just feel stirred in their heart to share something with you and it just fits. Well, I want to play this for you, and I just want you to just lean in and listen, okay, to this message. One of my direct subordinates, one of my guys that worked for me, he would he would call me up or pull me aside with some major problem, some issue that was going on, and he'd say, boss, we got this and that, the other thing. And I'd look at him and I'd say, good. And finally, one day he was telling me about some issue that he was having, some problem, and he said, I already know what you're going to say. I said, well, what am I going to say? He said, you're going to say good. He said, that's what you always say. When something is wrong and going bad, you always just look at me and say good. And I said, well, yeah. When things are going bad, there's going to be some good that's going to come from it. Didn't get the new high-speed gear we wanted? Good. Didn't get promoted? Good. More time to get better. Oh, mission got canceled? Good. We can focus on another one didn't get funded, didn't get the job you wanted, got injured, sprained my ankle, got tapped out, good, got beat, good, you learned. Unexpected problems, good. We have the opportunity to figure out a solution. That's it. When things are going bad, don't get all bummed out, don't get startled, don't get frustrated. If you can say the word good, Guess what? It means you're still alive. It means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, well, now you still got some fight left in you. So get up, dust off, reload, recalibrate, re-engage, and go out on the attack. Friends, he's telling us, go out on the attack. 
Your family, whether you want to believe it or not, is under attack. Your marriage is under attack. The unity of your family is under attack. Your finances are under attack. And parents, this message is so clear to me. We have to fight back. We have to dig deep and fight for our marriages and fight for our families and fight to do what is the right thing. Not what culture tells us is the right thing, but what is good and right for our marriage and our families. And that's often countercultural. Right? So the reason this message just is is shaking me to the core, I guess, is because I have been in a rut. I have been in a rut of complaining and feeling like I'm running into roadblocks with this business and and technology issues with the podcast and you know, fighting these thoughts of you know, does anybody care? Is this worth anything? You know, is this going to get any easier? I deal with that too, that suffering and that pain. And it's interesting to me how many of us humans try so hard to avoid suffering in our lives. But did you know something? I got to tell you, like suffering is part of our life. We were never guaranteed a life free from pain or suffering or distress or unexpected problems. It's part of it. It is part of it. And once we can accept that part of our life, that that we are going to have suffering, probably on some level, on a daily basis, we can condition ourselves to handle it with a perspective like Jocko talks about. Good. Good. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for us to grow closer together as a family. You know, mom's sick. She can't get up and help it and cook food and, and do laundry for everyone. Good. Everybody else is going to figure it out. Everybody else is going to pitch in. They're going to make it work and they're going to be better for it. And she's going to be allowed to rest and to heal. You have all been through suffering in your life at some level as a child. You may have witnessed something horrific in your lifetime. You may have been a victim of a crime. You may have suffered physically with some ailment or cancer or, you know, breaking a leg or, you know, being bedridden for days. Okay, everybody has experienced suffering up to this point. And we're going to experience more suffering the longer we live. But guess what? There's hope in that. Because just as Jocko says, he says, these are opportunities. We are able to learn and grow our minds and our hearts through suffering. Something good always comes out of it. And people may say, Jordan, there's no way good could come out of children being abused or trafficked or, you know, and it's hard. It's hard to find that good thing. But once it's past us, we look back and you will find something that you learned, that you overcame, that someone else learned through your experience that was for good. You know, I talk to a lot of parents. I coach parents on a regular basis. And I've been counseling people for 20 years. 
And what I will say is that people are resilient. We are resilient. We overcome suffering and we don't need to avoid it. We don't need to do things like abuse alcohol or drugs or try to hop yourself up on the, you know, as many energy drinks as you can to just kind of skate past the the suffering of the day, right? We don't have to shop and spend money, you know, ridiculously and just get online and just buy things to make us feel good in the moment. We don't have to seek out pornography or sexually, you know, explicit, you know, activities. We don't have to do that. What we do have to do is remind ourselves of the suffering that we've been through and that there is hope that good things can be salvaged out of such trauma and such difficult times. Now, if you've been a listener for a while, you you may remember my story. I got married in college and a few months after I got married, my husband said, I don't want to be married anymore. And he left the relationship. There was really nothing that I could do. I tried a lot of things and it was just, he had made up his mind and that was it. I could have just viewed that as, as a terrible tragedy. You know, I had known him for three and a half years and I thought this was going to be forever. And that was my plan, you know, but there was something inside of me that said, good, good. There's something better for you on the horizon. You're going to learn something through this. And that kept my anxiety at bay. You know, I didn't feel like I needed to rush out and meet someone new or that that I was never going to find someone again. I had this sense of peace inside that it was going to be okay. And you guys, I can't even begin to tell you when I look back at my life, you know, that was in, in what? 2000. That was 24 years ago. I say, I see it. I see it. I see the goodness that came out of that suffering, the beauty of this 20 year marriage I have and these three beautiful children. And we suffered. We suffered with the loss of two other children through miscarriage. But I look back and I I see this red thread of goodness and growth and opportunity that came out of that suffering. And so if you are in a place where you're suffering with your marriage, you think there's there's no hope. You're two ships passing in the night. You're not connecting. You're not communicating. When you do, you're fighting. You know, you don't seem to have anything in common with each other anymore. I want to tell you that there's hope. When Jocko says good, good, that these things are happening to you, he says that with love. And I say that with love to you, maybe not even knowing you personally, but you have to trust that something good is coming out of this. You know, my, my neighbor just got in an accident and he was minding his own business and he's driving his beautiful cherry red forerunner in Colorado and, and some person just blasted through something and just banged into the front of his vehicle crunched it up. Something's going to be salvaged out of that. Something can always be salvaged out of a wreck. None of us have it all together. None of us have it all together. None of us live lives free from suffering. We were never 
ever guaranteed that. Hey there, parents. Let's take a quick pause. If you're tired of crawling into bed at night, feeling like you failed your spouse and kids, are tired of running at the speed of light and feeling like you're nagging and yelling all the time, I've got a resource for you. Designed for busy families just like yours, our Thriving Family Accelerator was created in direct response to seeing many couples struggle with the stress and demands of parenting while constantly feeling like they're failing. The truth is, you can be wildly in love with your spouse while raising kids, and you can enjoy a relationship with your kids where you're no longer nagging and yelling. Picture this. Love and connection are abundant in your marriage. You're parenting as a united team, and you're enjoying a true friendship with your spouse where you can laugh and kick back like old times. Are you ready to accelerate connection and unity in your marriage and family? Then join us for the next Thriving Family Accelerator from the comfort of your own home. Spots will sell out soon, so click the link in our show notes to sign up or go to our website, familiesofcharacter.com and click the shop tab. Now back to the episode. And so I bring this message to you because it's provided me so much hope is to see things as a challenge. How can we overcome these? What can be learned from this situation? Once I conquer this, I have another notch in my belt that yes, I overcame something else that was difficult. And imagine this perspective modeled for your children. Because we're modeling for them no matter what, whether we think about it or are intentional about it or not, we're modeling the way we view suffering to our children. And so our inner monologue that oftentimes comes out in the form of verbal and audible words, that becomes theirs, right? They start talking about their lives as this constant suffering and complaining and why did this have to happen to me and I didn't deserve this, right? But imagine if we talk to them in the way that we are you know, talking to ourselves that this is a challenge. This is just another little roadblock that we're going to get through this. This is going to make us better and stronger as a family. Y'all, that builds up a resiliency in them that sets them up to combat these difficult life experiences in the future. We have no idea what type of trials and tribulations our kids are going to go through. And it, it's, not, it's not that we need to pray that they, they never have anything bad happen to them or pray that this all goes well and, and that nobody ever gets sick or, or suffers or gets injured or falls down or loses a job or, you know, goes in the hole in their bank account. It's that we have the confidence that when those things happen, something good will come of it, right? And we expect in our mind that this trial, this tribulation, this suffering, this new thing, this difficult task, this period of 
of hardship in your marriage. It's going to make you stronger. And if you look at it together as a couple, it'll make your marriage stronger. If the two of you are both saying, you know what? We realize that there is an attack happening against our marriage that's outside of ourselves and that we have to unite together and fight against this to stand up, to reboot the system, to recalibrate, right? And to, and to fight the good fight to save what is worth saving your marriage and your family. Modeling this for kids is going to do nothing but set them up for a more joy-filled life. You see, we can't have joy without suffering. Right? If we're just sort of this, this low-level happy, like the culture tells us, happy all the time, and we never experience anything bad, how can we ever experience true joy? Right. The the second place that, you know, I I heard a message similar to this was actually today at church. This reading came from James chapter one, verses one through eleven. And I'm just gonna read it to you because it's important to me as a believer um, just to hear this same message echoed in the word of God, right? So James is is saying, consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials, for you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance be perfect so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and he will be given it. But he should ask in faith, not doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed about by the wind. Guys, when we get mired down in our suffering and we doubt and we worry, we are like that wave, right? That's that's driven and tossed about by the wind. We feel like this, this suffering is controlling us instead of us being able to weather the storm. And he goes back and says, for that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord since he is a man of two minds, unstable in all his ways. What he's saying there is when, when you doubt and you struggle and you get caught in your anxiety about your suffering, the current problem that you're dealing with, you're not going to receive anything good, right? Because you're, you're operating out of two minds. You're unstable in your trust, right? You're giving into the vice of doubt. And so I just want to encourage you all, whether, whether faith is part of your life or not, this message that we can embrace suffering knowing that it will forever be part of our lives. It's forever going to be part of our children's lives. And that we can embrace this idea of suffering well. Suffering well. You know, I go back to the whole idea that our marriages and our families are under attack. There's a lot happening in our culture that is trying to tear apart 
the fabric of the family. And we can't be victim to it. We can't let it take hold of us. We can't just hang in there and, and, and accept this as status quo, that this is just bad and we're just going to live like this forever and so be it. We have to be willing to lock arms with each other to identify that our marriages and our families are worth fighting for. They're worth getting off social media for so that you can spend quality time with your spouse. You know, they're worth saying no to all the extra things in life that really don't bring joy or unity to our families and to our marriages and help us to grow closer to one another. You know, you probably know someone in your life who suffers pretty significantly. I, I can think of a handful of people that I see on a daily basis who can hardly walk. Parkinson's, right? Terrible viruses that have cost them their physical health. You know, kids who have been abused to the point that their bodies can't function like they used to. Wheelchair bound, nonverbal, have to have help with everything. Okay, now, now maybe our suffering isn't like that. Our suffering is fighting our own thoughts of guilt for not having enough patience with our kids. Our suffering is, you know, getting over the little annoyances about your spouse and, and not speaking those out loud. And that, that could be really hard. That could be hard for you. It feels like a suffering to you. Right? But remember, we can unite our suffering to something greater. I'm recording this as, as we lead up to the Easter season. And, and as Christians, we, we talk about the days leading up to Jesus's death. And when we think about Jesus, this man, this human who walked the earth and was able to feel pain and, and had emotions, right? That, that his suffering was beyond anything we will ever experience in our lives that he chose to allow this suffering in his life to be beaten to be whipped and scourged and starved and nailed to a cross your body can you imagine your body you, them driving stakes through the palms of your hands and your feet and you hanging the weight of your body from a cross until your death something really good came out of that Something really good came out of that. And that's why you're going through what you're going through. Okay? Something good is coming out of it. And something good for your family is, is on the horizon. So I just want to encourage you in this suffering to remind yourself, you know what? Good. Good. Opportunity is on the horizon. Good. We can grow closer to each other through this. And be that supportive person in someone's life that you say good with a loving heart to when they're mired down in their stuff. And you remind them that they too are worth 
suffering because something is on the other side. Be that light to them with confidence that, man, while this seems bad now, there's something really awesome on the other side. You think of the worst storm out there. You know, it's thunder and it's raining. There's, there's, you know, dark clouds. There's lightning. What comes after that is a rainbow, folks. These beautiful rainbows. Okay. So marriage and family life, it's never going to be without suffering, but our perspective matters. What you tell yourself about it matters. And just like Jocko said, get up, get up and fight the good fight. Get back out there. You've got this. There's something meant for you and your relationships and your family life that is so beyond your wildest imagination. The beauty that is beyond this issue that, that you're facing today is something that you will see. You will experience, you will look back on this time in your life and go, good, good. That's why. So parents, lean in, lean into your community, lean into us here at Families of Character. We have so many solutions for marriage problems and, and family issues and getting your kids to be responsible for themselves and getting the whole family to have an awesome morning routine so you can get peace back in your mornings and night routines and how to decrease tantrums and just a variety of solutions to to the problems of family life, okay? So be sure to check out our shop. I encourage you to really check out our couples coaching. This is where we dive deep into how to manage these issues and how to set up systems in your family that help you weather the storms that life's going to throw at you. So know that I love each one of you. I don't even know you by name, maybe, but I care about you and your family. And I'm here for you. And I'm going to keep bringing content that is meant to to help you and to encourage you and to validate the ups and downs of family life. Guys, you've got this. Lean in. Share this episode with other people in your network. And just know that through the storm, you're going to find a rainbow. Take care, guys. I'm going to catch you on another episode of the Families of Character Show real soon.